everybody and welcome to the Intuitive Activist Podcast. I'm your host, Leilani, and today we are joined with the incredibly intuitive channel, Emma Cortez. Emma is a Seattle content creator whose blog and Instagram, Emma's Edition, aims to inspire the modern woman to create, to travel, and to live life with style. Emma also co-hosts the Content Creatives Podcast with her friend and fellow Seattle content creator, Maddie, and together they share how aspiring influencers and small businesses can discover, grow, and own their brand. And when I think of Emma, I think of somebody who so fiercely leans into her creative inspiration, her divine channeling to create the life that she wants for herself. Um... She talks a lot about being in alignment with source, being in alignment with the divine messages coming through. And I think really tapping into her story of when she was laid off in her corporate role and the reckoning that she encountered from that and, and what resides on the other side of choosing courage over choosing comfort So by now, friends, you know the drill. Grab your cozy spot, your cozy nook in your house, grab your tea, and enjoy this lovely conversation with my good friend and inspiration, Emma Cortez. Uh, Hi, Emma. Welcome, welcome. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. I cannot even tell you my spirit is jumping for joy because Emma, you are seriously one of my favorites. And so I'm so, so glad you're here. It feels really good to be here. Yeah. And I know we had a little hiccup the first time when we were trying to record. (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? And you were like, oh, it's just not the right time, the right day. But today feels like a good day. Blue skies sunshine, Mm. feeling really good, got my run in. And so, yeah, just excited Mm. to be here and be present with you today. Uh, Okay. And before we dive into this, I already see being a magical conversation. I've had a lot of listeners just ask about the grounding because I do grounding with everybody that comes on the show. And if you're up for it, may I lead you in some grounding and, and maybe invite everyone else to hear. sound good? Yes. Yes. Sorry. I'm already breathing. (laughs) Girl. Okay. I love you so much. (laughs) So Emma, I invite you to close your eyes and just find a comfortable seat. As you breathe in through your nostrils, track the breath all the way into your air pipes, your lungs, and let it out. And with this next breath, imagine I'm seeing yellow, glittery yellow energy flowing from the sun into your crown chakra, top of your head, and instantly filling up your body. That was fast, easy. You're so clear. Your energy is pure. And continue to breathe in that golden sunshine. 
And I am seeing rays of sunshine coming out of your fingertips, the bottoms of your feet, connecting you with the world around you. You are everywhere and you are nowhere. I'm hearing you have big work to do. And I hear you've arrived. You're here. Welcome. Welcome, Emma. Hey, I don't, um, as you were kind of slowing us down, uh, for me, the image was that field, like beautiful mm. golden field and sunshine and um, light breeze and just like, mm feeling yeah just I can just see it you know mm, you're so connected wow <laughs> well <gasps> welcome you've arrived I'm welcome. Here. welcome welcome oh, so with that wow I just want to honor the ancestors the ancestors that brought us together so you and I both have heritage in the Philippines yeah. And uh, I, I got, I guess that's where we're starting because the ancestors are like very much with us. So what the first question, I mean, the questions are just pouring in now that I'm getting them from the etheric realm as we speak. And the first question is talk to us, Emma, let us in on your process around being Filipina, being a blogger, like, tell me about what you do and what your heritage has to do with that. Yeah. So, oh boy, <laughs> I feel like for, I think growing up, so I'm first generation or one and a half generation Filipino American. And I say one and a half because my dad and my, my dad's family came over to Hawaii first. So my grandpa was a World War II veteran when the Japanese invaded the Philippines, joined the American forces because the Philippines at the time was an American colony. And so through his work, through his service in the military, came over to Hawaii, petitioned the entire family, came over to America. And then when my mom married my dad and joined him, they had moved to the mainland in LA, I was born. But my parents did something unusual and we actually moved back to the Philippines. So usually families, I feel like, who come and immigrate from the Philippines, you know, to America tend to stay in the States. We have family who stayed in Hawaii, but a lot of family also went from Hawaii to the mainland, which was my dad. And so I had that unique experience of moving back to the Philippines. And then when I was five, my parents decided to move back to the U.S. and do this whole journey of starting over. So for me, I feel like my identity, my lens, I think the greater purpose was like what I hear is I wanted the variation. Like I wanted the perspective. I feel like growing up, I've always done this like switching of cultures. I'm like switching from Filipino culture, American culture, collectivist individualism, growing up with a third world mindset versus first world. And so I always felt like I was switching lenses. And I think I was always like frustrated with that. But now I realize it's about perspective. At least for me now as an adult, I'm so grateful for those experiences. And it translates through 
all my work, both you and I met in a corporate setting. <laughs> a lot of my podcast guests at this point are like, we have met in basically where our spirit was not thriving, right? Yes. Those are, those are the spaces that I feel like earth angels and divine beings, we have to meet in these spaces where we're suffering. I mean, people, right. And it's not a reflection of the company where we worked. It was just a reflection of us playing small. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think we took really similar paths. We went to school, we went and got graduate degrees, worked in big corporations. And not to say that that lifestyle is not good. It's, it's awesome. If it works for you, it's awesome. But for us, I think at least for me, my Filipino Americanness was we need to choose stability and we mm -hmm. need to choose. My mom was like, you need something with benefits. You need something that just, and I was like, okay, but I lived that and I was not happy. And so I think with you, you were probably one of the first people who taught me how to listen to my emotions and to my intuition. You were when I was having that crisis at Starbucks and I was like, what graduate degree do I pick? And you were like, why would you pick something that doesn't feel aligned? And I was like, oh my God, you're right. I already know what makes me excited. And so I think that was the first step for me in acknowledging that I can listen to what's within my intuition, my soul, whatever you want to call it. Like it's there guiding me, my ancestors. And as I've continued to choose me, choose inward, my higher self, the happier I've become. It's been a slow process though, right? It's been like slowly, like I've always had this creativity, always had a blog, finally took it full time. But that was like a long journey for me to be like, I actually want a creative career and I'm going to listen to my purpose and my calling to build and to create. It took me a long time to even believe that I had it within me, that I could listen, that I was capable I don't know if I exactly answered the question. I kind of went through a lot of. <laughs> I think you answered it beautifully. It's like, we got to see this like glimpse into what brought you here and mm -hmm. in this beautiful life you're in. And, and I know, I know seeing you thriving on social media and all <laughs> of that, I see it. And I know, because I've been there, I know that you have women in particular, I would assume women or self-identifying mm -hmm. women looking at you and saying, wow, she makes it look so easy. Oh my God. Like, I can't do that because clearly Emma has this drive, this passion, this magic. But what I'm hearing you say is attaining your joy and living in alignment with your joy and the things that creatively make you come alive it's not supernatural. It's been a process. And so before we like dive into that, cause that I feel that's its own podcast episode. I know. What I'd really love is to hear, okay, what is it that you do and how do you use your mediumship, your ability as a channel to bring forward into the world, these beautiful gifts? What does that look like? How I would describe what I do is I am a content creator. I have a blog, an Instagram, a podcast, I tweet, I TikTok, all those things. And so I guess when we kind of boil it down, right, I create photos, I create videos, I create written words, and I share that online. 
And my intention, my mission with my blog, Instagram, and podcast is really to inspire other women to create, travel, live life with style, and embrace this creative life that we are all given and have the opportunity to live. For me, what I realized was that my creative process is in harmony and is in alignment when I choose to, I don't even want to say look inward because it's not inward. It's actually the images when I open my eyes and I see everything else. So Mm. for me, the content that you see on my social media and my platforms was created when I'm feeling my most joyful. So colors bring me a lot of joy, style, fashion. Like I love textures. I love dressing up. I probably sound so simple. All those things just make me so happy. Writing, writing is a big big way I feel really connected. And for me, I could not create the content that I'm creating today if I were not in alignment with who I really was. Mm. I think in 2020, this past year was probably one of the most challenging years of my life, like, like everyone else with the pandemic. But the truth was, I got super reflective and super clear with what I wanted and what I heard. I literally hear this when I get quiet and I reflect. I literally hear build. I hear create, build, 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 create, create, create. And I know I've taken it literally where I'm like, okay, I'm going to create content. But what I'm seeing now is when I'm in harmony, I'm able to like inspire others to also look and seek for that. I'm trying to get better at articulating that but I start my day every day journaling even if it's one page two pages three pages I've personally been on starting out with like a mindfulness journey reading lots of books journaling my thoughts letting the words kind of come through and I've been doing that consistently probably since March of 2020 when the pandemic hit and it's helped my creative process so much I literally hear what I'm supposed to do next. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. But what I really want to remind you is that this doesn't show up just one way, right? Mm -hmm. So the way that I am totally in my spirit all the time, it's like super intuitive, very internal Mm -hmm. is, is my process. And that's just one process. I think that we have this misconception as a spiritual community, as spiritual activists, that it's supposed to look a certain way. And let me just tell you, it does not look one way. And so what I love about what you're saying is I heard sensory. That's what I was hearing. So what you see, what you feel. So yours Mm -hmm. is very much about the senses that really go with things like fashion to be able Mm -hmm. to hold a fabric, to be able to like smell it. So that is how I sense that a lot of your intuitive gifts are coming through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is beautiful because so many people intuit the world the same way. So when you say create, build, and I've told you this before, I see your empire before you, I mean, you are building an empire and you're building it every single day, like one stone at a time, Mm -hmm. because that is your process. You're like slow and steady. 
mm-hmm. slow and steady, yeah. consistent. Yeah. I will say, and we're kind of uncovering this together and you're reminding me I'm not crazy when I do have images come through. That's one way my intuition, my inner being, my guides, that's the way they communicate with me is I see images. And when I'm creating content, when I'm setting up photos or styling shoots, I know some creative people will probably be like, what are you talking about? But like, we see images, we see it before we shoot it. And I didn't realize that was a practice I was doing and I was in tune with, but it's true. I could not create the content if I was not able to see it beforehand. So my human self, I know that's funny to say, sometimes my human self is like, well, of course you know how to visualize things. You've been doing this forever. And then my spiritual self is like, yes, we've been doing this forever. It's like an inner battle sometimes of like, am I really seeing this? Am I really receiving this? My spiritual self is like, yes, this is what we're doing. (laughs) I hear that as alignment. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. your, your human self and your spiritual self getting into deep alignment. And I feel like there's a third component, which is your mission, your purpose, Mm -hmm. right? So it's not that we have to think of them separately, but sometimes it helps to think of them separately because I was in total alignment when I was at my corporate role in terms of my spiritual self and my human self were like, Oh, what are we doing here? This is bizarre. Like, but then being in alignment, also bringing in that third component, the purpose. And when I think of you and your purpose, I think of activism. Mm -hmm. I totally Mm -hmm. do. So how do you weave that thread in? What does that look like? And what world are you Mm -hmm. wanting to build? For me, if you see what I talk about, on social media, and I'm not shy about it, right? I use my platform as a way to have these conversations and these discussions the way I see it, right? So for me, my form of activism is I'm able to break into spaces you might not be aware of, like scrolling on your feed and presenting you with questions. So that's what I'm thinking of. When I specifically with the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, there was this whole movement on social media, especially on Instagram, where we were amplifying Black voices, which I loved. But at the same time, I was like, hold on, we also cannot not participate in this conversation because as people of color, as a brown woman, as a first-generation Filipino-American, I have the power and the opportunity to echo voices and continue to open up these hard conversations with my community. And we need to talk about biases within the Filipino American community. We need to talk about what white privilege is with our friends. These are things we need to talk about. And so for me, I've always used, I've seen my platform. There are a lot of influencers and I know that it's all about whatever you want to talk about, but a lot of people feel like they can't talk about the politics you know, they don't want to lose their audience. They don't want to lose brand partnerships, this, that, and the other. And I get it. I get it. For me though, I'm like, look, I cannot take off my, yes, I know I am my spiritual self, but in this lifetime, I am a Brown woman. So I cannot choose to not be Brown today. I can't turn this off. So for me, at least throughout the surge of that movement, not being silent, continuing to like challenge my personal community. I had a specific post where I just talked about breaking down the model minority myth. And I had women, Asian women messaging me, 
they're like, this is the first time I've even heard of this. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know why this was a thing. And so I was like, oh my God, people's perceptions are opening up literally from a post on Instagram. If I can continue to do that, I'm going to, right? And so it was crazy to see, I was seeing influencers who were taking a stand and amplifying black voices, losing thousands of followers, thousands. And I was shocked. People in Seattle, people in, I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. But for me, like nothing happened. If anything, my audience grew because Mm. they know who I am. They know if you're going to follow me as a woman of color and a content creator, know that this is what we're going to be talking about. Yes, we're going to talk about fashion. Yes, we're going to talk about tips for growing your brand on Instagram, on your podcast, whatever that may be. But again, right, my physical self in this lifetime is a brown woman and I cannot turn this off. Mm. what do you what I cannot remove my skin like this is it like this is my experience well I oh gosh so many gems and what's coming really strongly forward as I'm hearing you talk about this is this notion again it's coming back to alignment that you have always been very clear I mean years and years ago we connected remember I was saying I want to start writing I want to get my social activism, racial activism out there. And you were like, just start. I mean, this is a part of you. And I see you as a mentor and a guide for people who want to live in alignment in all of the different parts of their lives. And you have been in alignment for so long that of course people were like, yeah, that's not surprising, Emma. We know you (laughs) support black lives, right? But these folks who you're encouraging to step into alignment, who shed followers, I guarantee that, you know, a few months down the road, they probably got them right back. And then Mm -hmm. some different followers, but more in alignment with who they are. Yes. Yes. I think that's a really big thing. And especially, I think sometimes people think for influencers on social media, oh, that's just someone that they're presenting to be. That's not really them. And I will say, yeah, obviously you're not going to see my morning routine every day or my, I would love you know, to see your morning routine. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like I am so curious what the beautiful Emma Cortez looks like <laughs> first thing in the morning. And you know what? I know that I would just be like, oh my gosh, she looks exactly the same. You're so funny. Um, <laughs> no but, fair. I do try to be open and honest about my experiences, if that makes sense. And so it's scary. It's scary to be like, Hey, this is who I really am. This is transparency. This is what that means to me. Like, this is what I want to talk about. Yes. I want to help you achieve X, Y, and Z and give you these tips. But at the same time, I want people to accept me. Right. And if they don't, that's totally fine. There's another influencer they can follow. And so it's probably funny to say being in alignment has helped me become a better content creator, but it's a hundred percent true the words that come to me, the ideas that flow to me, I know are partially me, but I know come from elsewhere. Like I know it just comes from elsewhere. As much as I want to take credit and be like, I'm a genius. I'm not a genius. I'm open when I'm running and I'm feeling super good. My ideas just start flowing to me. If I'm walking my dog and I feel good, it's just like a faucet. I think I'd describe it to you I see a lot of analogies with water. If I'm floating downstream, if I'm trying to hike upstream, like 
now I feel more downstream. I do feel like I'm in that flow. I'm in that space. That's what I see. But there are times when I don't always feel that way and I have to get back there. Sometimes I'm not in the water, but for the most part, I know what I'm supposed to say and what I'm supposed to shoot next. That inspiration comes from outside of me. So Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And it's beautiful. And my question to you, because I know we've talked about this a little bit, being a little brown girl who loved fashion and loved all of these sensory things and not seeing yourself. So can you talk a little bit about what that process was like from not being able to see yourself in this industry and then growing into this beautiful alignment that you're in today? I keep hearing like, what is your message to little brown girls who are feeling the same way? Yeah, I am probably like a lot of people within our generation, right? We just didn't see ourselves represented in media. I mean, both at home in the Philippines and in the States, I can't name five Filipino female actresses and models. I just can't. I had a moment my senior year of college where I was fortunate that I had a Latin American woman and an Asian American woman who started blogs and were growing them. And I was sitting there and I was like, wow, you mean I can be the representation I've always wanted? I can create that. And so making that decision to be like, you know what, then I will be the first because I may be the first, but I will not be the last, you know, my favorite quote from Kamala Harris, (laughs) but For me, I think that was a really big one, being the first that at least I could see take that step and that commitment to to choose to create for me was like a big one. And almost it feels like it was just supposed to be. I think that was supposed to be part of the mission. I think I was supposed to get into this space where it's funny now I look back so many experiences in my career where I was the only one who looked the way I was and then now coming into my own space and creating it and creating and showing that it's totally possible to create your own brand you know build your own blog build your own community inspire others to do so I I, now it just feels like the possibilities are endless and so I think I was just meant to have that experience I uh the concept that is flowing to me right now is this notion of being the first and the only. I have been struggling with that lately. Just, I mean, you know, I am just not like anybody on this planet. And I know that I, I know that I've seen that the ways that I move about the world, I'm highly spiritual, but so irreverent and just like, what am I creating? I'm on clubhouse all the time. I'm I'm podcasting. I'm writing a book. I'm, I play video games for gosh, darn sake. Like I am just such a weirdo in like the best way. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I think about being the first and being the only, I, I connect with the courage that it requires. It's not faking it till you make it. It doesn't feel like a faking. It feels like a, what, what does feel like a faking is the belonging. Like, oh, I belong here. Even Mm -hmm. though in my human spirit and my human self, I'm like, oh my God, I totally don't belong here. Why is this famous person talking to me? Like what is going on? So that's almost a quote unquote faking, but that faking of belonging begins to feel like just belonging. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm curious, what was your process of belonging and feeling that sense of belonging? Cause now I see you in this spotlight and you are just killing it oh and gosh. you belong. I mean, you do. So what do you say to those of us who are still sifting through the courage required to feel that sense of belonging? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, gosh, I think it it really took me years. <laughs> it took me, I don't want to like discourage anyone. Like one, finding your community, it just takes time, right? You probably see the image of laying that brick by brick and like that comes with community. It's like one person mm. at a time, you find them and you fit together. My image is the puzzle pieces, but with belongingness, it's time, it's community, it's confidence. I just think I personally had to just keep revisiting what I heard deep down. I had to keep writing. I had to keep seeing it over and over again. And I needed to like come to terms. And I know you probably remember this, but this past summer when I got that layoff notice and then I was getting job offers to stay and I was sobbing and I was like, why? And I had to listen because I was like, I meant to take the next step in my life. And I know my next step is to choose me, but my humanness, I was so scared. I was literally in the car crying and I'm calling you and I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) But Mm -hmm. you know what? Knowing, understanding that my online community, which I do know some of those people. So my community, I should just say, would welcome and help me into my next step with open arms. It was hard. It's probably sounds crazy to turn down three full-time job offers with your former company in the middle of the pandemic. In the middle of your layoff notice. In my middle of my layoff notice, in the middle of also we, we bought a house and we're moving and I, but then I had to get super clear and it did require a lot of tears because I was processing my humanness was just processing, but I had to choose me. I had to know that I was going to belong. Sometimes that blind faith, right? Because deep down, I knew I was going to be okay again. I knew it was supposed to feel a little bit scary and and uncertain. And when I finally took that leap and when I finally like announced it to my community, I could not believe it, Leilani. The amount of people who messaged me and said, you were meant to create content. Mm. This is supposed to be your next step. I was shocked at the outpouring of messages. I was like, wow, these women from around the country who have just started following me or been with me for a year, three years, four years, telling me, messaging me saying, this is your next step. I mean, talk about confirmation. Confirmation. Yes, all the voices, all the voices. I was Mm. like, this person, I always think, right, when you, especially online, when you're building your brand and you're building community, these people don't have to say anything to you. Mm. They could just scroll past you. But for someone to take time, Mm. stop, read your next chapter in life, and then write something and confirm. So to me, that was a really big life experience. More than almost the layoff, I just couldn't believe the amount of messages that came in and they said, this is it. This is what you're meant to do you are only going to grow from here. This is just the beginning. I was like, holy cow. It's like all the messages I hear, but I was seeing them in physical form. Like 
have so many goosebumps right now and I'll tell you why. Let me ground and just get into this message real, real quick here. So you had a choice. There was a choice point for you that was presented to you when you got that layoff notice. And very, very clearly, I actually just tweeted this yesterday. It was a message from the universe that said, when you hit your emotional rock bottom, you're presented with two choices. One of those choices is to choose your fear and sacrifice your peace. And the other choice is to live in alignment with your spirit. The other choice is to choose joy and to choose surrender and to let go and to trust that, that the universe always has everything under control. And your story so clearly illustrates that choice point and the outcome of what happens when you make the right choice, because those people, again, didn't have to message you, but just in the ways that you are guided by the universe, by your guides, by your ancestors, they were also guided to say, Hey, just send her a quick note, something real quick, some encouragement, right? So we're constantly guided. We're constantly interconnected and we need community. Those are the main messages that I'm hearing. I know it was my guides, my ancestors, again, I should have counted the outpouring of, I just could, I I guess for me, I look back and I think about the number of people in my life when I've stopped, when I haven't even met them in person and Mm -hmm. been like, this is what you're meant to do. I don't think I've even had that experience. It was so clear to me. And as I opened up, I mean, it just felt more and more and more right every day feels I have more space to align and at that point when I hit that rock bottom I felt like I was standing in the waterfall and I was like why am I doing I can literally let go and just flow downstream but the image was should I scale this waterfall like climb it and I was like no that's I'm done I'm already off of it that mm. chapter is done choosing to flow with it, even though it was scary. Yeah, it all worked out. And I, and again, I still feel like I'm in the beginning stages of unfolding. My image I get of myself is a flower, like it's a continuous bloom. Yeah. And so I don't know that we ever stop blooming. I think that we're going to continue to bloom as long as we continue to say yes to surrendering. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's true. I, yeah, just choosing and knowing. I knew it before, but now I can confirm it. I do belong. Like this is where I'm supposed to be, even if it doesn't feel like it's the right spot this time. I guess, yeah, I've just had a lot of reflection and some moments of clarity where I was like, oh, this was, I chose it. I needed the contrast. I needed something to compare this to. It's all a part of my plan, what I want. And so, yeah, I, (laughs) I'm just so happy you said yes to yourself because there's so much more joy. There's so much more color in the world because you said yes. 
Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Your joy is my joy. And what you build is deeply connected with what I build. And not just because we're friends, but because we're so connected. So you yes. saying yes, raise the vibration of our collective. That's what I'm sensing. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. I feel like the more I say yes, the better connection I have, the more in alignment I am. It's good for us to be talking about this. I do believe you're always in alignment. I'm not always. I tend to. I am not always. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm not at all switching back and forth. I think it's important to hear that though, right? First of all, it's just a matter of saying, yes, this is what I'm going to choose today. Even if it's for five minutes today, this is what I'm going to choose. Yeah. So alignment is just such, such a theme in this conversation. And I hear alignment, surrendering and belonging, and they're all tied so closely with each other. And I guess I just want to thank you for bringing all of those. I mean, I see it weaving like a piece of fabric, like, of course, because I always think of clothes when I think of you (laughs) and also it's just so beautiful and effortless being able to weave together alignment, surrender, belonging. And so I know that you are a powerful, powerful medium, a powerful channel. And I feel like there's a message for all of us coming through you right now. Do you have something to share? I do. I'm feeling like I should read this page. Mm, So I I wrote this last week, but Sometimes when I'm journaling, sometimes things just flow through and I just listen and I just let it come through. And so it's a few paragraphs, but I'll just read it. And then hopefully you feel something from your, but the page is open and I just keep hearing read it. So, okay. All right, here we go. We are beautiful, wise, and have lived many lifetimes. We choose to come back to a blue and green planet for the love of expansion, the ability to create, the feeling of movement. We are here in the body, though our spirit runs free, whatever you choose will have. For this life is a dream. The purpose is to have fun, to build, to create, to connect. Life is not serious. Life is a series of chapters we write the adventures we choose, the expansion we seek. Let yourself dream wildly, vividly, endlessly. Open your eyes, your fingertips, your heart. Reality is the dream, the dream is reality. Allowing, receiving alignment. Come back to the openness you know is true. Here is where we grow and we invite the abundance of the universe. To flow into this lifetime like a waterfall off a mountain, sit down, write, breathe, relax. For this lifetime is a hoot. Even amidst turbulence, we grow higher than the treetops. We soar with the birds, we dance with the wind. Worries are tiny drops of rain and dreams as big as the heavens. Ooh. So much wisdom and the ancestors were just seriously moving through you. And I've told you this when you read a few lines to me before of that exact poem. And what really sticks out is 
and I, I'm probably going to butcher, butcher this, but the, the dream is reality and reality is the dream. So I've been studying shamanism for several months now, and that is a big concept for shamans is that the dream is where we actually do our journeying. It's where we um, connect deeply to ourselves, get into alignment and the waking state is when we can put it into practice and play. And so what is the message that you want to leave with listeners around this beautiful wisdom around the dream of this waking life? What is the message? Oh boy. I think for me, it's literally whatever you want in this lifetime, you can have it. That's what it says to me. When I hear those words, one thing I'm being called to do is to dream bigger. Mm. Keep hearing that. The image is I'm standing in the field and then I'm like on a hilltop above it and then on the mountain above it. Mm. I literally feel this sense that I am supposed to grow, yes, but to dream to dream you are bigger. growing. I hear you yeah. are growing. And so I feel that that to me has been a really big message. Mm. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, especially this year, I, this past year going through those shifts, I guess I hit my moment. I'm like, oh my God, I hit the dream. So what's next? And then I hear dream bigger, dream bigger, dream bigger. I hear mm. up, up, up. So and for, it feels boundless, like your yeah. dreams have no bound. It's all about what is fun to you. It's all about what brings you joy, right? It's not about where can you be when you retire. It's literally like, what type of life do you want to be living right now? I think Oof. that's been the most goosebumps important thing that we just go through life not denying ourselves, but waiting to say, when I reach this, then I will be limiting here. ourselves. Yeah. You know, so it's like, mm -hmm. well, what can we do today? Right. Even if we can't move across the country or maybe we can, we can't go on this vacation or we can't change our career today. So it's like, what is it about today that we can start to allow ourselves to have? It's this path of allowing and asking and receiving that to me has it's just shown that boundless path that just continues to expand and so for anyone who's wherever you're at on your journey if you're just discovering your intuition for your first time or you're tapping into it more like me I don't know like they just keep saying life is the dream the dream is reality reality is like like you know it's just like yeah. Life is the adventure. Yeah. And we're constantly in balance between those, right? Yeah. The, the waking state, the dream state, the reality, quote unquote reality, because what is reality really? It's just our consciousness and a collection of thoughts. And so, yeah, I just hear bringing the dream to reality. A big one I, for me, was a big shift was that my beliefs, and I've known this, I've always known this, your beliefs can change, therefore your reality can change. Oof. So whatever you choose will be yours. 
if your reality has constraints, it has constraints. Mm. If your reality is boundless, your reality is boundless. It's all about how you choose to tell your story and what you want to live. I've been so intentional about that. I've been like, I can eat whatever I want. (laughs) And I've always lived that life. I've always been like, whatever I want, I'm going to eat it. (laughs) (laughs) And you run and you know, but it's true because you're boundless. You, you do what you want and you align your actions, your thoughts to serve that. Right. Yeah. But it's funny. It's like, yes, I'm eating. You would probably crack up at me if you saw what I ate on a daily basis. Girl, if you saw what I ate on a daily (laughs) basis, I was just telling somebody, I was like, I don't cook. I mean, I can. I was the oldest Filipino girl in the household. I cooked my whole life. Do I want to cook now that I'm an adult? No, I don't. (laughs) So I don't. I eat what is easy and what is available. Yes. Yeah. But then for me, it's like, and I, this is a different podcast topic, intuitive eating, right? Mm -hmm. Just understanding where you're at with like consuming food. And I've always done that. One thing that's always been such a strong connection is my, my full meter. When I'm like, I'm full, I'm done. Yes, I've eaten nachos. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I ate my nachos. I ate a s'more. I drank a yogurt, but then at the same time, it's oh, like delicious. I know, I know my stuff, but then I'm listening. And so, and then same thing, like running is one way I get into alignment. So it just happens to balance out in this life. That is probably fully in design, but yes, I'm able to eat whatever I want, but because my process of aligning is also mm-hmm. helping me have a more balanced life. So I'm sorry, that wasn't a tangent, but oh no, please don't apologize. Any, anytime you want to talk about food, I'm here for all that. So I guess now, gosh, I feel, and, and we know this, I feel like I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. Unfortunately, we do have to start wrapping up. And the question that I've been asking, and I feel like I've been really inconsistent about the asking of this question what is your bumper sticker? And it can be super geeky, corny, silly, fun, serious. What is your bumper sticker you want to leave with everybody today? Mine is choose joy. Mm. Simple, sweet. And once you start prioritizing that, Mm -hmm. then it becomes so easy to start moving things in your life that's not serving you right right. because the the sad angry stuff you're like oh because you're so used to choosing joy I get Mm -hmm. it yeah wherever (sighs) you're at in your journey and joy can look like so it's so very right like sometimes for me joy is like eating two pieces of chocolate and I'm like living my life right sometimes (laughs) living your best life (laughs) sometimes it's walking my dog and so yeah mine's choose joy So I've learned very much that food brings you joy and alignment. (laughs) I love that for you. Love it. And so, gosh, Emma, I am just so grateful to have had this conversation with you for our listeners who inevitably will want to connect with you. What are the best ways to get in touch? 
So you can find me on Instagram at Emma's Edition. You can also follow me on my blog, www.emmasedition.com. I also have a podcast. I co-host it with my friend, Maddie. It's at the Content Creatives Podcast. And then you can connect with me. I'm on Clubhouse now, same handle. Twitter, Emmalyn Cortez. Yeah, there's a bunch of ways. But yeah. Uh, Emma, just seriously pure joy to spend this time with you. Thank you so much for everything that you bring to this world. Thank you for your wisdom today. And thank you to the ancestors for just flowing through you. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. It's just so funny when you started this and I think we might've had the conversation. I was like, we need a podcast. (laughs) Does it make sense now? (laughs) Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. Full circle, full circle. Uh, just story of my life, full circle. It's like, okay, I see now. I get, I get it. I am listening. I get it. You know, thank you so much, Emma. I love you, friend. Thank you. Oh, friends. Wow. What a beautiful episode with the always lovely, always divine Emma Cortez. All of her information can be found in the show notes. So do hit her up, see what she's up to. Just an incredible, incredible light that we have in this world. I am still really absorbing a lot of the conversation, saying yes to alignment, saying yes to surrendering and choosing courage to enter into spaces where you may not traditionally belong. Because even though you may be the first, you may be the only, you will most certainly not be the last. Such a timely message in the state of our country right now, the state of the world. And really just remembering that you do belong. You belong, I belong, we belong to one another. And nobody, nobody can strip us of that truth. Thank you again for being here. I'm so, so grateful to you all, to my community. If you'd like to stay in touch or hit me up, just see what I'm up to. I'm on all the socials at Shaman Leilani, S-H-A-M-A-N-L-E-I-L-A-N-I. I'm on Instagram, Clubhouse, Twitter, and you can always find me on my website, www.leilaniraglin.com. But for now, be still, my friends, and live into your impact. So grateful you're here. 